This is Success Beyond the Score, giving insights and tips to help you learn how to build your music career from the best in the field by Millicent Stevenson. Millicent is a multi-award winning saxophonist and endorser of Harry Hartman's Fiber Reads. She is currently serving on the Executive Committee of the Musicians' Union. With over 40 years experience in the creative industry, Millicent has honed her performance and business skills. She provides personal development training and coaching via her online platform, successbeyondthescore.com. Hi, I'm Millicent Stevenson, and thank you so much for coming along to listen to my podcast. I am really pleased that you've done this because I'm now on season three. And when I started in 2019, it was only to do a few episodes to support the work I was doing with my Women in Music project, Kefemni, and the name is now Time for My Music. And also to give information to people who are asking me for tips and advice in making it in the music business. So I'm really pleased I'm now on season three and it's uh, three years later. So really, really happy and thank you for supporting me. What's different in season three? Well, there are some differences. Number one, I challenged myself to go onto YouTube and do 11 lives. And those 11 lives were the first 11 episodes of my season three. So if you want to see what I look like and or just watch me in action, um, go over to my YouTube channel, Millicent Stevenson Saxophonist. When you're there, there will be a playlist with season three in. There's also a playlist with season two in. Season one will be coming soon onto YouTube. Just got to find a few moments to do that. But I would love you to subscribe to the channel. I would love you to share episodes. I'd love you to leave comments. I'd love you to like um, videos as well, because this really helps me to be found even more on the internet and to get that information out to a wider audience of musicians. When you subscribe to the channel, don't forget to put the notification on at the time of this recording. It's a bell notification. So when I release, say, a music video or podcast video, you will receive uh, a notification to your device that I've done so. Um, the other slight difference with season three is I'm creating transcripts for the episodes. So if you jump over to um, www.successbeyondthescore.com, there is a blog post and in there, there will be the episodes and the transcripts. If you fancy reading instead, because sometimes that's a bit quicker just to skim through the information, it'll be there. And in the blog post, there will be a link to go to the YouTube channel or to listen to the audio. The website is a great starting point for it all. But if you're just a YouTube person, just go over to the YouTube and watch. Um, Right, so what am I doing for my first episode? Well, my first episode is called The Seven Stages of the Gigging Musician. And um, in a few minutes, you'll be hearing the recording of that. So there'll be a slight difference in the way you hear me now and the way you hear me then. But the information, as you know, is world class. It's um, stellar. It's great. <laughs> um, a little bit of insight or backstory to my episode one. It was the first time doing YouTube Live. And I got everything ready two weeks in advance. You know me, I, I like to prepare in advance. I scheduled the live only to find, because I didn't have a thousand subscribers, that I couldn't access it 
on my device. And so all pandemonium broke out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got people tuning in soon and I, I can't even access it myself. So I had to like jump onto my computer and use my webcam and oh my gosh, it was just so many technical things that were going wrong. So if you were there live when I did the YouTube live, you would have heard everything. Unfortunately, for those of you who are listening now, I chopped it all out. So you miss all that tech problems, but you will hear references to it during um, my recording. And that's what it's all about. So I do intend actually to do an episode about all the things that goes wrong on stage or recordings. I think it could be a great one because uh, we always see this perfect recording and this perfect audio and this perfect presentation, but there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. So yeah, that will be a episode I do plan to do. Anyway, without further ado, here is episode one of my season three, the seven stages of the gigging musician. Enjoy. I'm Millicent Stevenson and there is three things I absolutely believe in, apart from technology, that'll be the fourth thing. Number one, I believe every musician, whether you're a singer, an instrumentalist, a rapper, singer, songwriter, you should be paid your worth. Full stop. I firmly believe that. Number two, I believe every musician, again, whether you're a singer, you play an instrument, you're a rapper, singer, songwriter, should apply business principles to their music for it to level up. It's what I did. It, it moved my business forward and I absolutely believe it. And number three, I believe every musician, irrespective of age, can have their own fan base because the world is big enough for all of us. And I say that because this is all part of my journey. The problem is, how do you get there? I know you say, I want to get there. I want to have that. I want to have this. It's doable. Absolutely doable. If you think about you need to be paid your worth, you need to apply business principles, you can have your own fan base, you can make a living. Okay, so maybe that's not where you are right now. Maybe you're feeling stuck. Maybe you've tried and you've slipped back. Maybe you're thinking of giving up. Perhaps you're just getting started in music and you're really unclear as to what you need to do to level up to becoming a full-time music business or even a part-time music business because not everybody wants to go full-time. They just want to have a really healthy part-time music business. Now, this is why I created Success Beyond the School podcast where I've put on courses and freebies like the 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and uh, uh, spoken word artist and also how to get paid in advanced and you can get that from my website www.successbeyondthescore.com forward slash free gifts and I'm talking really quickly because I'm still coming down from my technical high of the, let me slow down and um, these gifts are here to help you and today I really am going to wanted to talk to you about the seven stages of a musician's journey because I find it was a journey for me. I didn't wake up yesterday being a multi-award winning saxophonist. I didn't wake up yesterday or tomorrow or today being an influencer and a podcaster and an entrepreneur and an activist and educator. I was just uh, a woman who loved the saxophone, who liked playing music, who kind of did it for friends, did it at church and got more and more bookings. And then one day, 
realize that the guys were doing it and getting paid and I'm wondering why weren't I doing it and getting paid and it wasn't until I was 42 years old that I decided I'm going to make a good push and really transition my music from just being this person who's doing it as a hobby to someone who's probably a headliner and and doing other things and but I wasn't sure how and I went on a few courses I spoke to a few people and through trial and error, I came across some really, really fantastic nuggets. And that's why my podcast is here. It's on the third season. So if you've not done season one and season two, please go and check those out. But there's lots of stuff there because the truth of the matter is there are not courses out there. Certainly when I was studying music that said, this is how you do a music business. This is how you get paid. This is how you grow a fan base. And I know it is you can find some of that on the internet, but you have to sort of scurry around and find it. But I just want to put it all in one place to help you because I just believe that the world is big enough for all of us to have a piece of the music pie. <laughs> now, of course, if you're interested in getting signed and going on a label, um, that's not what I teach or preach about in my podcast uh, because Basically, to get that, you'll have a manager and people who look after you and actually get you the gigs and get your music sold and get you looking good and travel you here and there and there. However, it is a loan because the money they put into you, they need back and you've got to work hard in your performances and all the things that you do to bring that money back in to pay off the debt. And that's basically what it is. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go for it. I just want you to be very aware that a lot of the stars that we see on TV who are doing their music and working pretty hard um, are covering the debts. You know, um, I was watching um, Beyonce's Cancella, I think it was called. And she was saying that responsibility of knowing that you've got to pay for all these people's salaries and that you've got to go and work. And same with Tina Turner, one of my idols. You know, if you listen to some of her her interviews, they talk about that as the individual you are the one that's got to bring in this money to pay off these salaries and these loans and stuff like that so for me i'm a diy do-it-yourself independent musician i have had label interest and it just didn't work out but i still made um a living through my music and there's lots of other artists like stormzy and others who've made a great living by being diy and just moving along so let me tell you about, um, oh, I've just seen a message from Wellbeing Beyond with Sophia. Hi, is it harder for women to make it in the music industry? Sophia, thank you so much. Before I even get into the seven stages, my goodness, yes, it is harder for women. There have been um, uh, lots of research and, and things now um, about the problems women are having in the industry. A lot of women are speaking up. Um, <laughs> You know, it's been about the whole thing. I was listening on Radio 4 last week um, on a program and the person that was interviewed is called Bibi. I've got her last name now, Bibi. But she's got a fantastic voice. But one of the things she said, because she was one of the backing folks for Tina Turner, yay, and, and stuff. But she was saying that as a female, you're always controlled. And when she was 17 and she was working with Tina Turner, it was all that thing about control and the whole gender thing. Nowadays, we've got um, lots of equality laws in place, which is really, really good. But you still find on a one-to-one -one basis that we have hurdles that we have to cross. So um, a lot of the uh, pop stars will talk about what they wear 
for example, and the image they've got to portray, which you wouldn't get that with a man, for example. Um, if you look in the top 10 or the top 20, there's very few women music who's hitting the charts. It's all very much male dominated. And yes, yeah, so it is difficult. It is more harder, but it's not impossible. Absolutely not impossible. I think it's just got to have your scruples. You've got to have your, your limits. You've got to have your boundaries about what it is you want and find the people to work with who will like you for your music and not you for your sexuality or how you look. Um, so yes, it is harder, not impossible. Um, Sophie, and thanks for that question. Now, let me come back into the seven stages of being a musician. In my experience, the seven stages are this. First, you start up at ground zero with your instrument saying, I want to play. And somehow you find an opportunity to play. And you are the warm-up act. You know, you are the one that's proving yourself. You are the one that's probably going to have to work for free. I'm talking DIY now, not as label. You are the one that's figuring out what genre you want to play. You're the one that's still developing your voice or your instrument. You're the one that's probably doing open mic. So that's your sort of first stage. And most of us don't want to stay at that stage very long. And most of us, some of us are actually at that stage for a while. Then we get to like the second stage where you are the featured artist. This is where your name appears on a flyer, which is great. And I remember when mine appeared on a flyer for the first time, how excited I was. So I'm now the support act, not a warm up. I'm actually there in my own sort of 100% um, standing firm type uh, position. And, you know, you're getting paid. You might not be getting a lot of money, but you're getting paid. And you're now starting to think about growing a fan base. And that's so important, having that fan base, people who love what you do and growing that. Now, the next stage is the recording artist stage where you have a recording. And what I found is that when I created my first EP, I was told this will get you more work. And actually it did, because when people knew that you had music, they go, oh, I want to listen to that. Oh, you recorded. Oh, you're in the studio. Oh, you was on radio because then it goes with radio interviews. And so at the recording artist stage, you're getting regular gigs. Um, you can change your pay points. You can get other music work. Sometimes you are teaching and maybe writing music and going into sync licensing. And then stage four is headliner. Now, this is where people are coming to see you. You put on your show, people are coming. Your name's on the bill, people are turning up. Not just because you're supporting, but because you are the main artist. You're getting better pay. You're getting green room treatment. You can select the gigs you want. You are maybe a role model. You are getting awards. And then after those four stages, we have three more. Stage five is legacy. You are now thinking about what am I leaving for the next generation? What am I doing to help people around me? So you're not the giving backstage. You are probably getting speaking engagements. You're being a voice on a particular issue. You are mentoring. You are becoming the go-to person. And then we have stage six. This is pre-retirement. And if you can imagine this hill that you push yourself all the way up, headlining legacy and you start to come back down and you know pre-retirement is a stage that we all decide on um i've met um musicians who've done the world and they get to a point they said i've had enough of hotel rooms i've had enough of living out of a suitcase i've had enough of 
traveling up and down the, the M1, the M6 or whatever. And they just want to have a quiet life and do something else. And this is pre-retirement. So now you're planning how, when I retire, will I have a pension? Maybe that's something we think should think about earlier. Uh, when I retire, what will I do? And I've known people who've maybe still skated in music, but off the stage, they've done jobs off stage. I know someone who went into nursing, you know, um, other people have gone into gardening, but you're only gigging when you want to gig. And that's kind of a nice luxury to have, you know, I've met a, an individual who's written number one music and he lives off the royalties of that music. And so he performed when he wants to perform. Um, and then stage seven is retirement. This is when you say, actually, um, this is it. I, I don't want to do any more. I'm just going to maybe serve on some committees. I might be recognized. I might be invited to speak at events. I might just be happy to just be teaching. And so for me, those are the seven stages that a musician goes through. And that's something I've observed. It's part of the journey I've been on. I'm not quite at stage six or seven yet, but I'm certainly, I've been a warm-up act. I've been a featured artist. I've been a recording artist. I've been a headliner and I am a legacy artist. And so at this stage, I am challenging myself and giving back. And if you came here because of an email or a WhatsApp message or a text message about my season three being on YouTube, thank you. Thank you very much for coming and checking it out. I'm challenging myself to 11 days of being on YouTube to give you some great information that will help you move forward in your music industry. So what's going to happen as part of season three? Well, today I mentioned about the seven stages of a gigging musician, and I'm happy to take questions on that. Even after the recordings finished, please leave them in the comments below because I'll get back and answer them. Um, but tomorrow morning I'm going to be going on, does your music have the juice to pull a crowd? So I'm going to be talking about fan base. Um, the day after that, I'll be doing why musicians get killed by sound. That's all about the technical sound and PA. Uh, day uh, four is going to be, I'm a musician. Do I need a business plan? And I'm very big on business. So I'm going to tell you why and how that works. Day five, I'm going to be giving you three reasons why you should charge for your music starting today. Because remember one of the things I said, I believe everyone should be paid their worth. So I'm going to tell you why you should start charging because we don't all charge, but we should. Now, day six, which starts next week, Monday is a contradiction. Is playing for free a contradiction for musicians? And I'm going to discuss the whole element of playing for free. Uh, day seven is going to be, do you have a music hobby or a music business? I'm going to distinguish between the two. Day eight, this is why you should video record your gigs. <laughs> and today, you know, I had a bit of technical problems. Yeah, you need to video record the gigs. <laughs> Not quite the same. This was live stream. It's a bit different to gig recording. Um, day nine, stop. Do not record music. EP, uh, MP3s until you've done this. Um, day 10, three essentials for putting on your show. So there's three things you must have in place to put on your show. And then day 11, which will be the week after that, is three reasons why you should contact your sound engineer before your gig. And I'm looking forward to discussing all of these with you in detail. Now I notice I have another question. And if you've got a question right now, um, please put it in the chat and I'll wait a second or two for you to do that.
there will be a delay obviously so i'll wait and have a little drink because i'm getting a bit thirsty but i do notice that there's one from sophia which says do you have to follow these stages exactly as you have mentioned um yes and no i feel that stage one and two where you sort of the warm-up features that all sort of blend into one kind of thing because today you might just be asked to come to a concert and they don't put your name on the bill but tomorrow they do um recording artist one i would say be very careful about when you start that i know a lot of people do recordings first and they're ready to go sell but when i get to let me just scroll down and find it for you uh yeah episode nine I'm going to actually answer that question as to why you shouldn't go off recording straight away, going into a studio. And there's reasons why you shouldn't do it straight away. You can't really become a headliner without doing stage one and stage two. So even if you don't have a recording, even if you've not got something to sell, if people really, 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 really love what you do and they want you to be the name on the thing, that can happen. So, you know, stage three can be skipped. Um, stage five is very difficult to become a legacy artist without putting some skin in the game. You've really got to have um, a performance level that people really, again, respect and love, admire, want to copy. You really have to have people wanting to know more through you of your experience. And you can't get that from just being a warmer act to a legacy. So in a sense, you, you've got to do that groundwork. And retirement, I guess that could happen at any stage. You know, you might become a featured artist today and then you decide music isn't for me, I'm going to retire and you skip out the other stages. So yes, it'd be nice to work through them one after the other. It makes sort of sense to say, you know, I'm going to work at being a warm up act, get my music right for the next six, nine months. And then after that, I want to get gigs where I get more pay and I'm on the, on the, on the flyer and then Maybe next year I want to become a recording artist and then maybe a couple of years down the road, I want to be the headliner. It makes sense to kind of do that and build up because then you've got credibility, you've got experience. Um, they say talawa is, is a word that is used. You know, you, you want to have that so that when you become this legacy artist, people know you know what you're talking about. So I hope that helps you, Sophia. Um, just checking questions over here. Okay, so... Um, let me just get a sip of water. Hope you like my cup. <laughs> um, that's a present. So yes, yeah, so there'll be 11 sessions starting today. I'm going to be tomorrow. It's going to be uh, looking at your fan base and whether your music has that choose to pull the crowd. We're going to be looking at that. And um, we're going to looking at why music musicians get killed by sound. I've been to so many gigs and people don't bring the right equipment and they don't speak to the sound guy so i'm gonna go through all of that um on day three um why you need a business plan you so need that plan you so need to plan forward doesn't have to be anything really extensive but i'm going to go into details on that and uh, friday it's going to be about that charging you need to charge starting today and i'm going to give you three reasons why and then next week i'll be looking at playing for free whether your music is a hobby or a business why you should video record your gigs um, why you shouldn't go into the recording studio straight away and three essentials for putting on your own show. And then the week after that will be um, three wise reasons why you should contact your sound engineer before your gig. 
So I'm about to wrap up. So uh, I've mentioned I've got some free gifts for you. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, my first free gift is called 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and Spoken Word Artist. And my second gift, if you don't like that one, is um, what's it called? Uh, how to get paid in advance. Now, if you go over to www.successbeyondthescore.com forward slash free gifts, you can download either of those or both of those. As a bit of a thank you for coming today, but also for it to help you start moving in the direction you want to. So um, please like the video if you like the video. Please share it to other musicians who couldn't make it today. And of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you get notifications of when I'm going live. Hopefully tomorrow it should be plain sailing and I can go on straight away. But there were some technical difficulties. I uh, really do apologize about that. Okay, that's it from me. Bye. And I have a free booklet called Revealed. 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and Spoken Word Artist. And you can get that on www.successbeyondthescore.com. <laughs>